Hey Divers, welcome back for another episode of Vinyl Divers, your favorite vinyl podcast. I am your host, Anthony Mullen, and I have an awesome album picked out for today's review. It's kind of going to be a first impression, somewhat review, but it's wicked. It's actually one of the albums I got from my swap partner, uh, James, and this is actually the second album he gave me, so it's a fun one today. Before I get into that, I just want to get the little business, and I want to say, head over to the website. And I know I've said it before. This time, it's just because we have a friends of the network, and it's really cool because it's not just our own personal projects and work. It's friends of us, and share the love. Go check them out. Uh, I will say we do have T-shirts up for sale now, which is pretty cool. So you want to help support your podcasts and other podcasts of the network? Go grab a T-shirt. They're kind of cool, but. I want to say I'm not alone today. I am actually joined by a good friend of mine, a fellow podcaster, entrepreneur of uh, this artist movement, uh, radio host, Christopher Chavez. What's up? Thank you for joining me today, dude. Uh, Usually you're just kind of sitting here, just recording, chilling, making notes on your own today. I asked you to jump in to kind of get your your take and... uh, your opinion on this album? Oh yes, I'm not holding back, dude. I hope you're ready for the wrath. The wrath of Christopher Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the poor soul that gets hit with that. Um so today uh the album, the artist that we're reviewing, it is from the Easy Star All-Stars. And like I said, I I got one of their albums from James. Really cool and I didn't know how much I was going to listen to it at first. I just got it last week and i was like well let me throw it on here and there and i've thrown it on almost every other day i've listened to it in the car on the way to work listened to it on the way home so i'm like this obviously has to be the one i'm going to talk about today and when i get the shares i found a lot of cool stuff about easy all stars it's not an it's not in technical terms a set band it's actually a collective of reggae artists and musicians from the easy star records which was opened back it, which it was founded. So like there's yeah. a record, like a record yeah. label that has a bunch of yeah. artists and they, they kind of got together and were like, let's all do this album. Yeah. Like the, like a couple members from each of these different bands created a, uh, 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 it's basically a super group of this record label. Yeah. It'd be a super group of this record label. And they actually went in to create their own studio albums. And during the process, somehow they stumbled into covering iconic albums their first album they actually did is called dub side of the moon back in 2003 and it's a reggae dub take on dark side of the moon uh, i don't know dude I, I haven't heard it yet but i don't know i've never listened to dark side of the moon regardless so shut up you've I, never heard dark side of the moon i've heard certain songs here and there but i've never sat down and actually listened to it i know it's on the list i'm leaving and <laughs> What is actually funny is that their latest album they did, it's uh they released it back in 2012. It's called Easy Stars Thrilla. Oh my lord! Yup, I just found this out while I was at work, and I'm like, oh, I gotta find these. So I actually downloaded the dub side of the mood moon, and as I was looking through, I actually saw that they did dubber side of the moon back a couple years ago, Stop. where they did a second retake, a retake, reimagining covers on them. I don't know. There's cool. They have another one that they did. Uh, it's from they did one of Radioheads. 
Yeah, no, it's really cool. And I'm like, it's really funny to me because the album I'm reviewing today is a band that I fell in love with back in high school. And then during the same time, I somehow fell into ska and kind of reggae. And it's really funny. My mind never put the put two and two together and say reggae covers of the Beatles. So today we're doing Easy All-Stars, Lonely Hearts, the band. So you're an easy star. Yo, why you gonna give the people them some rubber dub music? So, uh, I just before we get into this, I just want to let everyone know. So that's Easy Stars Lonely Hearts Dub Band. It is their fourth studio album. It was released April fourteenth, two thousand two, on the label Easy Star Records, and it's obviously a cover of the Beatles album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yes, sir. Chris, so you've listened to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely yes. Hearts? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have an experience with it? Yes, obviously. Yes, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I grew up with the Beatles, so yes. So what was your, when I told you, when I introduced this album to you saying, hey, it's a reggae cover of Sgt. Pepper's. Uh, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, I like when people do covers of albums or songs, even in different genres, like different versions. I like it. It's not a big deal, but it's always hit or miss. So it was like, I don't know, because it could be crap. I didn't know. So, uh, yeah. So you, did you listen to all of this album? The original? Yeah, no, or no, the, of the vinyl. Were you able to oh. listen to any? No, 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 no. Okay, just so you just a couple of songs. Yeah. Uh, what was your general general before we get into it? Any good or good or bad? Mm-hmm. Kicking off with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Harris. I feel like we have to discuss each song, and then at the end, I'll give you my general. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what I thought was really great on this song was they actually state in the actual record that no sounds were recreate were reused. All the different beginning noises that you hear of the band getting ready, that's not just a replay or recopy and paste. They recreated everything. All the all the little extras they could in this album, they recreated it all. I'm sure, because I don't think there was a Jamaican with the Beatles. You could hear the guy talking, the Jamaican guy talking at the beginning. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, but it is pretty cool that they tried to get the sound as close as possible to... They tried to redo it completely. Like, yeah. Try to give the album their entirety take on it yeah and i truly like the song uh if i could give see i really like the song sergeant peppers from the beatles and i'm getting more into reggae and i was like ska so i went in somewhat positive i kind of i was okay with it i knew what to expect and i think the big key thing that was going to make or break for me was the transition of how they're going to go into uh with a little help from my friends yeah and it really was good. If you go back and you go through and listen to it, the people that have this album or that are going to download it or buy it, the transition is done well. And it keeps that flow where from this first side, there is no break of, ooh, what was that? It's a, it's a really good flow, the entire album. And they do the whole zero time in between. It kind of each song melts into it. So here's the thing. Are you are you actually saying that the Beatles put together a good album because each of those kinds of songs flow well together? Are you saying this band 
I said, I'm okay. How about their interpretation <laughs> to do it? Because they're not doing the same beats. They're more okay. using the off beats. And that's, I was nervous because they, they kind of have that reggae feel in the first song, but how are they going to transition that into right. a slow move? And it really does work well. They, they keep it going well and it doesn't break. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. The first song is cool. I like it. I like their version of Sergeant Pepper. Uh, uh, aside from the Beatles, though, my other favorite version is Jimi Hendrix. Really? But this one's th- this one was pretty decent. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, what else I could say is for this album is I definitely recommend it. Go listen to their version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Very cool. The intro and how they do their take on it is fun. There's, I mean, there's a lot of songs on this side and the first side that I do like. And I guess when you look at it uh, on the chart on the top charts hit on iTunes. The first side, the first three or four songs are all the popular songs that right off the bat. So the whole first side flows well. It's not hit and miss back and forth. One song I do love, I love on this. I think this is my favorite song on this uh, side would be Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite. So what's horrible, I mean, think about planning it timed out, is that you don't get to hear the wicked breakdown that comes halfway through the song. And by your face... I'm taking you didn't like that breakdown. I did not like you that. You didn't like at that all. breakdown? No, it has why not just do the song? They did a good cover with Sgt. Pepper. They didn't do anything crazy or too much different with it. Like mm-hmm. they literally just did a reggae version of the song. Uh so why not just do that as well? Like that's just Because bleh. that's where I was thinking is that what dub is? Because I've never bleh. listened to dub specific. And I think that was their take of a dub song. Was, I wasn't a fan of that part. I would tell At you, all. I didn't. I didn't hear that first on vinyl because I heard that in the car when I was driving to work the other day, and I hear that kicking. I was like, "Oh, where is this coming from?" Like, I like this. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I wasn't. It was a fan like a, of that spot. And then the bam, 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 they used the DJ yeah, horn. I and I'm like, that was that lost me too, dude. When I heard that, it. I was like, "Oh no, you're losing me big time, dude." I'm gonna tell. I wish they're trying to go straight dance hall now. They try to, and I'm gonna tell you, is that like the rest of the album doesn't do that like that's know, the only like, one that and that's does one of that. my favorite beatles songs on that album so that's why i think it bothers me because i'm not i'm not a fan of what you they like did. the purity of it like yeah, for the what song it is. is cool it's a cool song it's a fucking and especially if you know the story behind the song oh, so, so uh so john lennon when whenever they were i think they were in town or or maybe he was it was in liverpool while they were still in england london i don't know they were somewhere and he was shopped. They were going through shops and stuff and looking at things. And he came across an, a very, very, very old uh, poster uh, mm-hmm. basically announcing the coming of this carnival, this this fair. And it was framed and everything, super old. And he really loved it. And so he took that and he bought it. Uh, but everything that's on there, he put into the song. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty freaking so sweet. We wrote dude. a song based off of a car. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you listen to the lyrics and all the stuff, that's basically what was being promoted uh, in this in this uh, this fair that was coming in. I, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. And it if you you've seen the movie, uh, and if you Cro- listen, 
Uh, I'm sorry. You've seen the movie Across the Universe? No. During that scene where they like the these characters lead up to play out through these Beatles songs, as they show up at a carnival out of nowhere, and all the things that they're describing in the song is what's happening throughout this carnival. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for the be- for the benefit of Mr. Kite, there will be a show tonight on trampoline. The Hendersons will all be there late of Pablo Fonca's fair. What a scene over men and horses, hoops and garters. Like he's it's, it's he's all a showman. Like, he's telling you yeah. what's. He's the ringleader telling you what's about to come. Come yeah. on, see our show. And, and even in the way he writes it, in this way, Mr. K will challenge the world. Like, it's fucking awesome, dude. I love this song. And so that's why when this breakdown happens, I'm like, oh, what did they do that for? They don't have to do that. It's a good song already. But that's my, that's only, that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I'll say my, if this my exposure to dub and rock steady in that hall music, I'm not, not against it. I'm going to tell you that. I'm like, all right. I don't want every Beatles song to sound like that, but because of that song, I'll go out looking for more reggae-specific albums now, not just the early ska stuff. I'll, I'll go for reggae. I'll, maybe I'll find that subgenre, and that's how I lead my music taste into electronica. <laughs> um, side two is very cool, or side B, very cool. Um, I'll say when I turn when I'm 64, really fun. Their reggae, the reggae throw to it. Is that classic? Just like they swapped out the punk for the reggae. That's what they did. Uh, really good take, and I think I want to try and learn the song like that. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to ask you this: Did you know that ska came before reggae? <laughs> just I was wondering. Yes, yes, <laughs> I got you. God I got you on your own show. I got you. That's good. You got to tell your listeners what that that's about good. now. Oh, all right. So, side note: So I do another show, and it came up on Hardly Awesome. And Brandon brought up this thing where these ska fanatics keep making this one ska fanatic in a YouTube video makes a point how ska comes before reggae. So in this YouTube channel, they now make it a point to all the time bring it up to him. And because I'm the ska fanatic of our podcast, Harley Awesome, every episode Chris does his <laughs> damn near best to catch me off guard with it. A lot of times I do. You're, you're not ready. Some of them I'm like, come on, like you're going to pull it this card. But yep. You got Sometimes me you think it's coming and it doesn't. Like I'm like, oh, I had to ask you something. You're like, oh, I know it's coming. And then I ask you something and it's not it. <laughs> right, that anyway, was sorry. Good. So anyway, <laughs> back to your show. Sorry. Um, side B was really fun. Uh, really cool. Uh, one song, I I can't take. I I just don't. I, it's nothing against the Indian sitars, but it just is not my thing. And it's the within you, without you. Featuring Modest Yahoo, dude, and I like that dude. You do? You don't like Modest Yahoo? Who's Modest Yahoo? You don't know Modest Yahoo? So you know who he is. Yes, I know Modest Who's he Yahoo. From? All right, I'm going to teach you some stuff later. Let's move on for now. <laughs> That's how you're going to... I'm not telling you. Look him up, man. All right, all right. <laughs> you don't even know. You're just like calling it. No, I know. You do? Yes. All right. <laughs> you never heard the song King Without a Crown? Yeah, I think so. All right, well, we'll th- go this forward. is not a Modest Yahoo album. Okay, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I, the, the sitars, and then I even went back and listened to the Sgt. Pepper's album today from the Beatles, and when the sitars came on, I was like, nope, not my thing, and I just, I have to skip it. Nothing against it musically. It's, it's good. You're so evil. No. And I think my favorite song, though, on this, on this side is one that... I completely forgot was even in the album and made me second guess myself. It's a day in the life. Ding, 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 ding,
So you heard it in there, that, bah, 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 and I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, God, right away I roll my eyes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the subtle use of it being thrown in there as an accent. I'm like, all right, I can get in this. And then this song, just their version on it, their take is it's that subtle just click snare. And then the piano. I just like their take on it. You can hear that chill, laid back, throwed vibe. And like I said, when I first heard this, I'm like, why are they playing this cover song? I'm like, oh, they're just covering certain Beatles songs now because this wasn't on Sgt. Pepper's. This was on Abbey Road. And I even went back and I searched up Sgt. Pepper's from the Beatles. And sure enough, it's there. And I'm like, wow. They do. They I know. Actually, it felt like Abbey Road, it dude. It felt I don't like know it was why, on Abbey Road. Right? I think it's, it's weird. I, Strange. I think maybe it's because I was thinking of uh, Paperback Rider or something like that. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But that was the album. Uh Easy, easy stars, all stars, lonely hearts dub band. It's a mouthful. Yeah, now that's we, not bad. I liked this version of of a day in the life. Yeah. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs. Uh, and it was good. I thought it was a pretty decent version all the way to the end. Like they did a very good job. Even the spot where Paul McCartney's part comes in uh, mm-hmm. is a little bit more upbeat. They have a, a nice reggae, like upbeat reggae beat to it going. So see, and they mm-hmm. didn't have to do any kind of crazy breakdown yeah. or any. Beep, 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 beep. They didn't have to do that at all. I wonder. That's why I think so, is that this band is labeled as a reggae dub band, and uh, as I said, I don't know much about dub, so I'm wondering if that is what dub is, is where it takes that liberty and does that. And if uh, that's it, then that's that's musical taste. Uh, I think I'm gonna look up more actual reggae covers, and I think I may try and listen to their other albums because growing up in high school, I tried to find punk songs of all my or ska songs of all my other oh, favorite regular songs. Yeah. I'll find some reggae covers of my other favorite songs, I guess now. Uh, so I'm going to go through and review the album on my chart that I'm slowly creating for all Your of you. Chart? You got a chart? Dude? I, have a, I have a rate the album chart. Okay. All right. So every, you start off everything with five. That's how it goes. Uh, I, I can't start this off with a five. This you have to. deserve then, a five. Because then you, no, then you have to build yourself down or build yourself up. So how can you build yourself up? By if give you it, start at five, you're already there. Well, no, five is the meat. I guess then you would start at zero and go, okay. You start at zero and you have to go up five or down five then. So you go into the negatives? You go negatives? <laughs> I try not to go negatives. <laughs> I, I, I just try I to destroyed your chart in one moment. It really became just more of a Just start at five. That, go with it, yeah. So yeah, you start at five and then my chart goes up. So if you want to try cool. and build a chart that goes down, then I'll let you take over after I wanna, that. I want to hear how this goes. So you start off with five. And then I'm going to give it a point because it's uh, they pulled off iconic Beatles Wait, songs. Wait, hold on. I think I got to figure out what is this out of? How many stars? Is it stars? Points? Points. It's like out of tallies. Out of 10? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. It's I out thought of, it was out of five. That's why I was like, you can't start it at five. Well, no, Dude, you, you start, start, at, you start at five and you either build yourself up to five, up to 10 or you go down to zero. So you say that every single album should start out at a mediocre. They're decent. Every because either if it's good I or bad. Because I could give you an album that's not decent, and there's no way you can start it at five. Well, the thing is, you give every album a blind chance because when you go to buy it, you're giving it a shot to either like it or n- not like it. Okay, I see what you're saying. And then saying. you either okay. will build yourself up to say this is good, or you're like this okay. is down. Cool. So uh, I start off at five. One, be- I'm gonna give it a point. One point because they pulled off iconic Beatles songs in my favor. In my, in my opinion, I'm gonna give it one point because of the uh, gave me a new appreciation for this album. I think truly did. Made me kind of go. I'm gonna go back and re-listen to some Beatles that I haven't in a very long time. And I think I'm gonna go take the White Album back from Lindsay because she currently has it. 
I'm going to give it one point because it's a solid play front to back, in my opinion. These are all opinionated points, by the way. And then also, I'm going to give it one point for that breakdown and benefits of Mr. Kite. <laughs> and I'm sorry to I gotta throw that point in your face there now that I know how you feel. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a contingency point. And uh, this gets it nine or eight, depending on how you take it, because there are uh, one or two songs that weren't that good in my, like, it weren't, they were good, but they weren't top tier, so I can't give it a full 10 because of that. Hmm. So I'll drop it down. So you don't like really like that one point I'm going to give it. I give it that eight and a half out of 10. <laughs> nice. Do you have a... Well, I didn't listen to the whole album, so I can't really, oh, I yeah, can't true. judge the album, but I could judge the, if I, if the three songs are a representation of the album, I would have to say I'd give it about a six. Fair because enough. Because for me, it's, it was enjoyable. It was okay. Not bad. There were parts where I'd be like, nah, skip it. I don't like that. But there, oh, I like this. Let it play out for a while. And it, for me, it's more about, it would be more about like, I wouldn't seek it out to play this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It'd be one of those things where it'd have to be like a summer day and be like, oh, you know what? Let's throw this on. You know what? That kind of thing. It's not something I'd seek out to play and just kind of chill and listen to. I think that's how I'm feeling right now. Like I'll play it. I'll play it out in general. But like driving home from work when the sun's hitting and you're just you're sitting in the middle of traffic and you're like, I'm playing some fucking Beatles reggae right now. It's great. I think you should. Uh, I mean, I don't want to tell you what to do for your I, show, but I want to hear Thriller. I want to hear that I version. Really, I think you should just close the show out with that. Play that song. You out. want you? We'll, we'll end on that one. Why not? I could. I'll take I want to check out Thriller. I want to check this. I kind of want to now because I know you were searching up for a minute. I could, the minute <laughs> I said you were like, if you if this is why we say we have to have video in here because if you can catch some people our faces at times where Chris was like, wait what? Yeah, but then we'd have to put away all the heroin and the cocaine and all. Like, I don't want to have to put all that stuff away, dude. I kind of went to drugs and I was like, hooker, her curse. <laughs> but right. uh, so that was a uh, easy. Stars, All Stars, Lonely Hearts dub band. I'm Anthony Mullen, your host. Thank you, Chris, for jumping on. Uh, no problem, dude. Good you, times. You can catch where to find us on our other podcasts and handles down in the show notes, which you're going to add your stuff into the for today's episode. Also, hit up our network, BICBP-radio.com. Like Anthony said earlier, we have a page, a Friends of the Network page. Check them out. So help support them as well. Check out their stuff because these guys have supported us throughout the years of us creating podcasts. Mm-hmm. And Also, keep an eye out. There's going to be a new page that's coming up that's going to be featuring a whole bunch of new shows uh, all at once in the it's, we're calling it pilot season. So give it a shot. See what you like. And uh, the, the most popular shows will be the ones that make it. The ones that don't, won't. It's going to be like you're off the island. BICBP-radio.com. All right, guys. See you next time. Thanks for diving in.